Attention, Pokemon players. You are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Nick Yurko, a.k.a. the Duke of Hobbies. Hey, Nick, how are we doing today? Ah, pretty good, Jake. I'm doing actually, you know, pretty happily. Uh, got the check on the house today oh, and yeah? a lot more progress is being made. Getting so much closer to having... Uh, being able to start to actually move in and get um, out of the space I'm currently in right now. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Um, like just what you've shown me so far is awesome. And and kind of the the, the plans you have for your little uh, Pokemon uh, recording area or actually just recording area in general um, mm-hmm. seems super awesome. And I'm, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I, I honestly can't wait to build my desk and then go, you know, from there and set the whole space up and just mm-hmm. get to and also have good Internet again. That'll, yeah. that'll be a lot of fun. Good Internet's a, um, a necessity <laughs> these days. <laughs> oh, it really is. How about yourself, though? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, played in Sunday Open this morning. Um yeah. How'd trying to get you know more tournaments in more content creation kind of stuff in um unfortunately i did i was i started off well um well quick, real quick what did up. you play um i was actually playing sense ah. you know su- surprising because i've been on this urshifu kick with dragapult because that's my that's my that's my pet deck my favorite thing but uh sense seemed like the play to me and it was running real well all day uh, unfortunately i had a loss because i i misplayed at the end of the game I had a quick ball, which I could have quick balled for the Dene to try to find that boss with about, I think I had about 10 cards in hand. Um, so a good, decent chance I would find that boss. But um, I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get the fee or the fee on instead. And it's because it's guaranteed. Didn't really remember that a Corviknight can't get gusted from Fionn. So yeah. it cost me the game. Uh, it was kind of heartbreaking, but a mistake that, you know, hopefully I won't make ever again. <laughs> Living but other than that, no, it's, it's been good. It's good, yeah. Great to hear. Well, you know what? Okay, we got we got something special today. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, it's actually been a while. We actually haven't had a guest on here in a little while, and we mm-hmm. finally have, and with a great honor to introduce Mitch Sableize himself. Hello, how are we doing? <laughs> good, good. <laughs> no, thank you again for joining us. Uh, we were we've been Jake and I've been kind of talking like you know, we. Could, pre-talked with you beforehand um you know we know our local community is super excited to hear from you that we i accidentally dropped it jake didn't want me to tell anyone i was gonna keep it for surprise yeah Yeah, he he was just he was just like he was just like you know you know we were talking and i was like oh yeah mitch is gonna be on someone was like what um (laughs) what (laughs) yeah so uh but yeah thank you again for joining us uh no worries thanks for inviting me (laughs) of course um (laughs) You know, so uh, for our listeners, they know your YouTube channel, um, you know, they know the, a lot of the videos you do, but, to, uh, you know, is there anything you want to talk about for, about yourself that they might not know or, you know, that you find um, a, related to Pokemon that you like about? Uh, well, I'll, I'll just I'll just do the little, uh, the little background spiel that you do when you get given the opportunity. So for those who don't know me, I'm Mitch. I'm from Australia, uh, originally from South Australia, which is in between like smack bang in the middle of the continent in between Perth and Sydney. Mm -hmm. Um, And South Australia has got this really, really great Pokemon community where we have so many really high level players. And it's, uh, it's something that 
It's really interesting because obviously from an American perspective, since there's so many tournaments over there, there's uh, there's this kind of perception in Australia that Americans are very insular and they only look at each other. Whereas in Australia, we're, <laughs> we're always like looking at everyone because everyone else is around. Um, but <laughs> That's why I decided to do the uh, to do the channels to show off. It was originally going to be to show off how good Australian players were, but in the end, no one else wanted to put in any uh, any time really. So I just ended up doing it all myself. Um, so, but, okay, hey, so you know, that's, that's why it's it is. the Sable Eyes. Though. Yeah, like, exactly. It was, so it was a team originally. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So the Sable Eyes, um, South Australia Sable Eyes, is the name of of our group, our testing group, which I was a part of um, when I originally made the channel, and that's how that name came about. Huh. Um, and it was going to be like there were six or seven of us who were all going to be involved in it. Um, and if you go back, and the old videos are still on the channel. So if you're desperate for something to do <laughs> on a rainy day, you go all the way back to the very first videos that I put out on the channel. And it's like me and a, a friend of mine, Matt. And it's literally just us recording our desks and playing like games over Discord. Um, and it's so boring to watch. Because <laughs> we're, just, we're just like, oh, yeah, well, we do this and we do this and we're just playing games. But yeah, it's, it's uh, evolved significantly since then. I think um, I'm closing on 10,000 subs now, which is something that if you had told me that two years ago that that was going to happen, um, I would have told you that you were a complete moron because there's no way that 10,000 people would want to watch me. <laughs> You sure have come a long way. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen those videos, but... Um, Go yeah, back and I, watch them. It's an experience. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. Honestly, I, the, the crazy part for me, though, is like you put out a video, I feel like every five seconds. And, <laughs> and, and so, you know, so I'm like, oh, man, I got to watch this next one now because like he, he, you know, he hit up this deck or he came up with it or he saw this. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, uh, it, you know, again, our local community is just like, what? what did sable eyes make you know what <laughs> yeah, did he do what's he done today <laughs> yeah and so uh, but honestly it's it's amazing to us um that's awesome yeah. that's a cool story well, it's, yeah and it's funny it's funny as well that you say that i come up with like there's a video every day um it's, as of recording this the day before yesterday i didn't record a video it's like the first day in two and a half weeks that i didn't record a video and i was like wow. man I feel so bad. <laughs> not put out a video today. No, you gotta take a break. Take <laughs> yeah. a break. Well, and the worst part was that was the day that um, I was playing in uh, day two of the Players Cup. I can't say how I went because that's uh, NDAs and all kind of stuff with Pokemon. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I was playing in that, and I, I finished that, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so wrecked. I don't want to record." So I'm like, "Oh guys, I'm sorry. I'm not going to put out a video today." And then I scroll back, and it's like the last 16 days every day there's a video. So I'm like, oh, "I can give myself a day off." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you deserve a, one day off. It's all good. <laughs> just the one. Just the one. Just the one. <laughs> no more. <laughs> oh man all right all right so again yes. as as we have with every time uh, we have a guest on for the first time on the show here we like to ask you a set of four standard questions um and you know first one and for, uh, first and foremost if you've played any of the video games at all uh or if you know about them who's your favorite starter pokemon it's a it's a tough one because there's so many so many good options um i think if you if i had to Gun to the head, I'd have to say probably Totodile because Totodile was the very first starter Pokemon that I played with in a game where you could choose. So like the age, the age that I am, I started playing Pokemon when I was like four or five. Mm -hmm. It's like 20, 28 or something like that. I don't know how old I am. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so I started playing when I was like four or five. I had like Pokemon Blue on an emulator on my computer, but I never figured out how to get out of the house. 
<laughs> so because <laughs> I, I was four so i didn't get to the point where i could choose a starter pokemon in that game uh, instead i waited until pokemon silver came out and uh totodile was my choice there so i nice. probably have to go with that go with that one as a bit of a uh bit of a nostalgia pick but there, there's lots of good options i think, you, I think you're our third totodile player third totodile uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a popular uh pokemon yeah um, very good choice giant water um, alligator so, what can you go yeah, wrong? Yeah, yeah. how can you go wrong yeah exactly yeah. you can't you can't um so what what is your favorite pokemon in general it doesn't have to be a starter uh favorite pokemon lots of people would probably think that it's sableye but it's not um it's uh actually arcanine arcanine's always been one of my favorite pokemon um, I just don't, I don't know. I think it's probably that episode right at the very start of the Pokemon anime where they're like, look at all these legendary Pokemon, Articuno, Zapdos, Smoltres, and Arcanine also is on that board. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Arcanine's the best one. I'm going to go with that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're definitely the first in that on that one for us, but um, that's kind of a cool thing. You know, it's always like, it's always interesting when we ask the, the favorite Pokemon who, you know, for what reason that it, that is. And so that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's one of those, uh, I, before I started playing TCG, I played a little bit of um, VGC as well. So I have like, like playing the old, the old assault vest Arcanine from like black and white days, those kind wow. of stuff. So, so good, good Pokemon. I like him. Yeah. Okay, uh, so speaking of TGC now, uh, what's your favorite card in the game? And this can be for whatever reason, artwork, it, it can be older, newer, you know, just favorite card. So I, I'm, I'm big on nostalgia. I've, I've already gone nostalgic for Totodile. I've got to go for my first uh, first deck that I ever did well with was Volcanion EX. Mm-hmm. That card is uh, holds a very special place in my heart, the old uh, steam up, add extra damage, and only uh, only three attachments did one. What was it? One eighty or something? I can't exactly remember the numbers on it. Did it did really like a significant amount of damage for back in the day? You had the old baby Volk that could power it up as well. I, I like Volcanion EX a lot, but um, I probably I probably go with that one. Also, I also really like um, Buzzwall, the uh, not the GX, but the baby Buzzwall. They oh, used okay. to do like thirty damage plus ninety or whatever. I can't yeah. remember how much it was. Um, because that was uh, that was the the first deck uh, that I played at Worlds, which was really exciting. So that was uh, uh, Buzzwell Garbador in that year where um, the Secret Australian deck came in and absolutely crushed it. So wow, I think uh, Buzz, nice. Buzzwell or Volcanion EX would be the two that I'd have to pick. Solid choices for sure. Um, okay, and then the last one, I think this one's usually everybody's favorite one to answer, um, is the worst card in the game, uh, in your opinion. Okay, so I've got two. Um, you, you, you mentioned this before um, whilst we were talking about what we were going to talk about. Um, I've got one that's like the worst card to come up against if, mm-hmm. if you're playing on the on the PTCGO and you come up against anything that has Crushing Hammer in it. Oh, my God. Stop <laughs> playing Crushing Hammer, guys. Just let us have fun, please. Yes, I, please. I, I don't know so how many times we've seen, I've, I've never seen someone react so harsh in a video when they hit flip it and, like, your head just drops it, it oh on the head. Oh, God. It's oh. <laughs> so sad. Like, and the, the worst part is because, obviously, not everyone is playing um, PTC the way that i am right so people yeah. are people are testing stuff and maybe crushing hammer isn't as important to them they can get around it but when you're playing like a really rogue deck that heavily relies on everything going right <laughs> and then your opponent just plays four cards with 50 50 chance of ruining your day you're like oh yeah. my god yeah terrible 
Uh, and the second one, uh, which is which is not a uh, it's not a competitive card, and you probably you probably won't even know what it is when I say it. But I've, I've talked about this with uh, with people in real life uh, multiple times. Um, from Darkness Ablaze, there's a card, uh, a Lipard card, that I have no idea why they printed this card at all. This card is, I think, objectively the worst Pokemon card that has ever existed. I'll paint a word picture for you. It's got 100 HP for a stage one, which is really low. Mm-hmm. It's got an ability, Limba, which means it can't be paralyzed, but anything that's going to paralyze you in the format will knock you out at 100 HP anyway. <laughs> uh, it's got Slashing Claw for 90 damage, uh, which costs a dark and a double colorless, which is exceptionally over-costed yes. and doesn't even have free retreat. It's got one <laughs> retreat. I don't know why this card was printed. I have no idea what, <laughs> what reason it is here. Its artwork isn't nice. It's weak to grass, so it's not even weak to anything relevant. Why does this card exist in the game? <laughs> I, honestly, oh, there's a couple sets, like uh, Honchow or something in the current Battle Styles came yeah. out. It's like it can't fall asleep. Who cares? Cool. It's a stage two <laughs> that has 140 yeah, health exactly. and, and takes four energy to make its one and only attack that do 90 yeah. damage. And, and then you go like, oh, well, I guess it's a card for collectors, but it's like, it doesn't even look nice. It's not yeah. rare, like, mm-hmm. it's a rare, it's just taken up space. It's like they went, oh, we need an extra card to fit in this slot here. <laughs> We'll just yeah, put in, just... <laughs> what have we got? What have we got left over, guys? It's it's one it's one that I put in the bulk resale value. <laughs> I know. Just yeah. chuck that one straight out. <laughs> you know what? Real quick, before we move on, normally um uh we we'd be jumping to our whimsy watch here, but I I want to ask uh, uh going back to your background. So you've played in worlds like what's your real in real life play? Uh, that, uh, that players might not know about because oh. most again most people know about your uh, online content. Yeah, the YouTube instead. stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of awkward because my my competitive story has gone for five or six years, but it's been very on and off. So I started playing um, when what was the first set? You know, when Evolutions came out, I think it was like 2013 or 2014. Something, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something around there. That's when I first started playing semi-competitively. So I, I came into the game then, and I was playing with like the old uh, the old Plasma decks, like the TDKs and those kind of things. Uh, I played for about half a year, maybe a year, and around I think it was Furious Fists or Phantom Forces. Um, I actually got a job in country South Australia, so. There was no Pokemon out there. So I left the community for a little bit um, and then came back three years later um, when the sun and moon block started. So I came back um, two years. It's actually an interesting story because uh, I, I left just as Seismitoad started coming like, to the forefront of the meta. Mm-hmm. And then the second that it rotated, I came back. So I missed <laughs> I missed that horrible period of time where everyone was just playing Seismitoad mirrors, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, so, and then from there... Um, I started to take it a little bit more seriously. Um, I've uh, top aided at Sydney Regionals in 2019, which is probably wow. my my biggest achievement um, in wow. a regional tournament. Um, and in Australia, it's actually um, really, really like it's it's tough to get top eight in any regional tournament. But in Australia, it's especially hard. We we have about 25 or 30 exceptionally good players, like world's quality players, that are right at the top of their game. And we have four regionals a year, and that's it. Ooh. So. 
we've got Sydney, Melbourne, uh, Brisbane, Perth, and that's all we that's all we really get for regional tournaments. So when you consider the fact that there's thirty or thirty or so really good players and only four opportunities in a year to get there, mm. it can be quite difficult. So yeah. uh, that's probably my my best achievement in in the card game. I day twoed in Worlds uh, at Washington, no, at Nashville, which oh, was wow. really exciting. Wow, um, great. So, that was really, really good. Um, that was when we had that Buzzwall deck, which um, the Australians brought. And I remember, I remember vividly watching a PTCG radio video that was like, "Oh, this amazing Australian decks come to the, <laughs> come to the forefront," and it was really, really cool. And I ended up getting the opportunity to play on stream at Worlds, which was great. And the, I think it was the fifth or sixth round um, against Natalia from uh, South America, Brazil, or somewhere like that. I can't remember exactly where she's from. Um, and uh, that was really cool. Had a like a, a basic psychic energy in the deck, which is a really, it's a really long story and I can, <laughs> I can go into it if you'd like, but uh, this oh, one psychic it. energy was my, was my one, uh, my one contribution to the deck. So here we go. I'll go into it. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's do it. Please. please. <laughs> Buzz, Buzzwell Garbador um, was the deck that we brought. So this was the, the Buzzwell that did 30 plus 90, whatever. Um, and we had the strong energy as well. And remember, everyone's playing Zoroark in this tournament. Like everyone is playing Zoroark GX. So Buzzwall mm-hmm. hitting for a decent amount of damage is really, really strong. Plus we have the Trashalanche Garbodor and we're playing that with um, uh, Rainbow Energy. Uh, so that's the that's the kind of strategy we're going for. We've got Buzzwall hitting these Zoroarks, taking two prizes every now and then. And then we use uh, Garbodor to clean up at the end of the game. And I remember um, we were sitting in a in a hotel room. It was myself, Jordan Palmer, who's won like seven Australian regionals. He's like the Michael Pramawat of Australia. He's just insane. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And a couple of other guys. And we're talking about okay. So what do we what do we do if um, uh, what is it? It's not Nihilego. It's the Electric Ultra Beast, whose name I'm forgetting right now. Zerkatry, Zerkatry GX, because it can't be attacked by a Pokemon that has special energy attached to it. And our deck is only running special energy. So what do we do? What do we do if Zerkatry comes up? Because they might play it in Rayquaza GX, right? Because Rayquaza mm-hmm. GX is the, the brand new hype card for the tournament. What happens if they play Zerkatry? And everyone's like, oh, well, we just play a basic fighting, I guess, and we'll get around it that way. I'm like, guys, no. We play the basic psychic and we knock it out with a trash lanch. They will never see it coming. And... <laughs> And everyone was like, no, 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 no. We're going to play the basic fighting. So all of the other players either didn't play basic energy or played a basic fighting. And I played a basic psychic. And on stream, playing Natalia, and she throws down the Zerkatry. And I'm like, here we go. Here it is. And I can't remember who was commentating, but they're talking about it. They're going, oh, Mitch's deck doesn't really have a way to deal with this. And I just slide down that psychic energy, take the knockout two prizes. What are you going to do about that? <laughs> See you later. It was perfect. And then and then on PTCG radio, they're like, oh, and they play the psychic energy to get around circuitry. And I was like, that was me. That was my one addition to the deck. I stole the rest of it. 59 times, didn't come up with it, but that one card was me. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. That's always really cool when you get the, like, the, the a little adjustment pays off. And I, yeah, exactly. I, it, it Just makes that tiny little choice. Yeah, that tiny little twist to a, even you know to a deck, and that's that's like one of the fun things I have with the game yeah, personally. Sure. And I, I know Jake does too because he, he'll come in like uh, I think it was before like a turn started running power plant. Jake dropped power plant against us um, while we were playing, and we're like, <laughs> like oh my god, uh, and we're like that was such a dirty move, and like I'm sitting there with two Dedenes, you know, like, <laughs> it's kind of, I wish I could play either of these. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, but yeah, that's... no, that's the that's the that's the fun of it, and that's that's why I like doing what I'm doing at the moment with the YouTube channel because I mean I'll I'll throw it out there. Most of the lists that I'm that I'm featuring on the channel, you know, other people have come up with them. I'm not a I'm not a person who's so arrogant that I'm going to come out and say that I make everything 100% because I don't like I just I see lists on on Limitless or I see them on Twitter like everyone else but every now and then you'll uh, you'll come up with one or two cards you'll be like this this is good I like this Yeah. yeah for sure yeah, I, I find it interesting with the way the community responds is, you know, one or two of the content creators will come up, like actually come up with the deck, which is impressive. That is a feat that is in, tough to do on their own or the 100%. team of them. Yeah. And then, you know, everyone else spins with it, uh, you know, and like they, they're like, hey, I saw this deck or like even you, you you're like, hey, this is the, the best version I've seen with the deck. I think you said that for like your Kyogre uh, Dragonite one, you know, like you, mm. you everyone start talking about that and, you know, and th- then the deck starts spilling out and it, it, it helps. The community grows because of that, too. So, yeah, you know, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And like it just it takes time one to go through and get those cards and then also assemble it and then play it and then play it confidently that you're willing to even share that you've played that deck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's why um, everyone at the start of a new format always just falls back on the decks that they know, because right. like we know how to play center scorch. We know how to play ADP. We're just going to play mm-hmm. those because it's hard to come up with something new like rapid strike Urshifu. I think everyone has kind of, They've all they've all kind of agreed that Rapid Strike Urshifu seems like it's the best card. Yeah, but I don't think anyone's come out with a deck that we can go that that is a best deck. That's the best deck in the format. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I would, sure. I, I and, would agree with that. And to go on that point, I like I was I've been testing um, for for the Rapid Strike as well. I was actually I did a video. Obviously, my list is pretty similar to yours. It's a little different hey, from a few cards. Right. But... Mine's, mine's very similar to a Japanese guy. <laughs> yeah. so don't worry about that. <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm in, the, in the process of recording for the video and I swear I ran into 1080p straight um, yep. because everybody's just falling back to that uh, that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as everybody likes to complain about ADP, everybody just you know loves to jump in there on that. Yep. <laughs> it's, and it's easy to do. And that's and that's the big thing, right? Is that's That's why... What what we're doing in making content is is really important because it it like proliferates all these really really cool ideas because like one of the one of the guys you were talking about um, the Kyogre deck that's mm-hmm. Brandon McLeod who's a guy that I follow on Twitter mm-hmm. and all he does is just post sick like stage two deck lists <laughs> and you just see you just see like really wild decks that he comes up with and every it's, they're not like meta defining but you know they're fun and that's and that's interesting and every now and then you'll find one that's just like this is this is something different this is something good right. this is something special and uh, and occasionally people like azul will come out with like their tapu coco v max deck and they'll go this is actually genuinely good and you're like is is that like really, really good? Or is it just because you're an incredibly good player? Because I can't figure out how to get this <laughs> <Right>. deck to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? We'll, we'll actually get into that. I actually have a few questions regarding that. Uh, but we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll pause uh, this conversation because we got to jump real quick into our Whimsy Watch. Uh, and we'll let Chuck take it away with that. Hello. Welcome to another thrilling installment in the Whimsy Watch. Battle Styles is making its presence known in this week's meta. Let's break this down. So, this week had a huge boom in tournaments with a lot of organizers wanting to give ample opportunities for players to try out their new Battle Styles decks. And boy has Battle Styles created a wild west of a meta right now. 
I used 14 different tournaments to compile my data this week, and I had 13 different deck archetypes win a tournament. Including Eternatus, who I was gonna send in a missing person report for at the beginning of the week, but his numbers rebounded and he finished with 5% of the meta share. Not bad for a deck that just got multiple weak up matchups injected into the meta. Speaking of those weak up mat weakness matchups, uh, Rapid Strike Urshifu is showing why he may be the better Urshifu at the moment. The only multiple tournament winner and climbed 8.5% of the meta. Okay, so let's look at the top five in the meta share this week. In fifth, Dragapult uh, came in with 5.5% of the meta share. The Sly Dragapult is coming back to take advantage of the favorable matchups against both of the Urshifus, which finished in fourth and third. Single Strike came in at fourth with 6%, and Rapid Strike in third with the as aforementioned the as 8.5% of the meta share. Now, number two is the darling deck of the format, Invictini VMAX, at 9%. Now, I haven't seen it pick up that first win yet, but it is performing very well, and you're most likely going to keep seeing it at a high clip of the meta share. And now, your number one deck in this new meta, brand new set, is ADPZ. It came in with 14% of the meta share, so yep. Boss Boss win is still good. So yeah, he's still gonna be around. He did win a tournament, so keep looking out for it. Still gonna come in at top numbers week to week. Well, that is what is happening in this first week of Battle Styles. A lot of new stuff with some holdovers, so make sure to check back next week when we look at it again and see how it shifts again. As always, give a follow over on Twitter at WatchWimsy. And I will talk to you all next week. Back to you guys. Hey everyone, quick announcement from us here at Triple P. We are running our first official tournament on Saturday, April 17th, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be running the Triple P Saturday Select. Yes, I'm very excited. So uh, this was our first ever um, event for us. So we're going to kind of keep it at a, at a small number. Uh, it'll be in invite only kind of a thing. So we're going to keep it at 32 players. Um, if you want to enter, you either message one of us on our, our DMS on, uh, Twitter, on the, on the discord, on the Pittsburgh Pokemon Twitter. Um, and it's kind of first come first serve to get the code. Um, we're going to have a hundred packs in the prize pool plus um, two pack entry so at a max of 164 packs in the prize pool and if we're at max we're going to give out um, 50 to the winner and then kind of trickle down from there so it's going to try to be top heavy um, also in addition to the packs we're going to be giving out custom play mats triple p play mats to the top two participants um, in this tournament we are running this tournament as a standard tournament and we are going to be uh, having it at five rounds i believe and then having a top cut of eight yep yep oh, it's gonna be a good one so please if you want to join us again reach out to us on twitter at pit pokepod and you know again get your code to join us on saturday april 17th uh, again starting at 6 p.m eastern standard time yep thank you and uh hope to see you there
One last shout-out here before we get back to the episode. JoJo Stitches, which who you can find on Etsy uh, at JoJo, uh, JoJo Stitches Co., uh, is did the amazing artwork that you saw for the episode this week with our Gauntlet Challenge sticker, with that amazing Charmander and that cool hat helmet with the Triple P logo on there. Again, uh, he makes amazing stuff. He's a local here, and just, just some really cool stickers and artwork for the community. Uh, yeah, please check them out. Just an amazing set of stuff. If you need pins, stickers, uh, you know, again, uh, I, I, I've, I've ordered enough. <laughs> Not enough from them yet. So, uh, And if you like Animal Crossing, he also has Animal Crossing stickers there too. So again, JoJo Stitchers Co. on Etsy. Alright. Thank you, Chuck. Oh, great job as always. Yeah. So before we kind of go into you know the, the conversation we were just going with, um, there's a, a new article up on Poke Beach um, mm. with a lot of new interesting cards. Um, that I think is going to shake up the meta quite a bit. I don't know about you guys. Um, we didn't really talk ahead of time before uh, how we want to do this. Do we, do we each want to pick one or two that we think or or just kind of read down the list? I think we just go down this list because, Jake, when you sent this to me early in the morning because you're up, I don't know, before the, you know, the birds even get up, mm-hmm. uh, you sent this article to me and I'm like, wow just wow my mind was blown and like that's why again we were super excited with mitch you joining us here you know mm-hmm. your kind of initial reaction to to this to have you on this we just thought like this is definitely we want when, when we're talking the game we got to talk to this yeah there's, this a, there's a lot of potentially meta relevant cards here well not potentially genuine meta relevant <laughs> yes right Right. All right. So, Jake, how about you take us away? Let's just start. Let's go right down. You know. Like, okay. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna skip the V's uh, because the V's on the on the uh, the Calyrax are you know they're they're just you know they're they're there to be evolved. Yeah. So we got the the Ice Rider Calyrax V Max um, <laughs> Imperial Steed. Uh, it does ten plus damage. This attack does thirty damage uh, to for each opponent's bench Pokemon. And it's a colorless, colorless attack. Um, and then you got a Water Water uh, Max Lance that does 10 plus damage. Uh, you may discard up to two cards from, or up to two energy cards from this Pokemon. If you do, this does 120 damage for each energy card or discarded in this way. So he's, he's hitting in that 250 range pretty easily, um, which is, which is a, you know, he's going to be meta, I think, because he's he, it's easy to get to double water, um, especially with, you know, what we have in the format cur- uh, currently, plus what's actually we're going to continue to go down the list. Um, so what do you guys think of this guy, the, the Ice Rider Calyrax? Go ahead, Mitch. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start off by saying, unfortunately, I think this is the worst card on the whole list mm-hmm. of cards that we're looking at today. It's interesting for sure. Um, I like Imperial Steed as an attack to deal, what is it, 30, 30. 160 for two. Um, if your opponent has a full bench, is very, very strong. That can, like, knock out a set to Scorch, right. um, yes. which is which is a good a good number because um, it's obviously water type. And Max Lance is uh, um, it's an attack that's indicative of the VMAXs that have been printed so far. It's like, this does a lot of damage, but it doesn't quite do enough to knock out other VMAXs, yeah, right. which is um, it's kind of what the, the Pokemon company seems to be doing um, after tag teams were just so 
so gosh darn broken, they were like, maybe we should make cards that aren't like meta divining for two years um, <laughs> and instead make it make the game a little bit more uh, about weakness. And I feel like that's the direction that this is going in. So Ice Rider Calyrex for me is uh, Center Scorch is really, really good. So this is a deck that you can play that will beat Center Scorch and has an opportunity to beat the other decks as well if everything goes its way. Right. I, I'm in the same boat with you. I think this is the weaker of the, all the ones we're looking at here. I do feel like, and as someone who's really trying to play Blastoise VMAX here, this mm. might be <laughs> the Blastoise partner of choice yes, right now. that's true. I um, like that. Easy to get the water on, you know, especially because you can have two go into this one and one go into another. Uh, and, you know, just to accelerate and do that, 250 if you need to hit for 250 which is you know more than the blastoise but i think the other th aspect of it is is victini vmax hates him oh this, yeah yeah this this comes in what you only need to discard one energy and i think that's enough to knock out the victini vmax you might need mm -hmm. to discard two but either way um, yeah i think it's two but that's, yeah, it's still, that's still pretty it's still close both. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's still, it's just, and it's a metal. So Zashian likes, like we're seeing this again, this kind of this nice triangle of the weaknesses. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you're probably, if you're coming up against a metal deck, you're just discarding him. Uh, you're <laughs> not going to use it at all. So it's like, that's why I find it as a good partner uh, for what I believe will potentially be one of the better water decks out there. Yeah, for so sure. And, I, and I'm, actually, I'm still excited for it. Before we go on to the Shadow uh, Rider, um, let's just skip to the trainer card that kind of um, will make this work well as well, um, outside mm -hmm. of Blastoise, which is Melody. And it just says, attach a water energy from your discard pile to one of your Pokemon feet, then draw three cards. So it's a weaker welder for water? Right. <laughs> it's submerged welding. Yeah. <laughs> this is another thing that Pokemon actually uh, have been doing quite a bit at the moment. It's like they're going, you know, you know these cards that we printed before? Hey, listen, welder, it's really, really good. Uh, we want to have a card that's similar to that. We don't want anything to be too broken. So um, right. what about if it's just one energy this time? Yep. <laughs> and so I think I think Melanie's really really cool. I like the fact that it says to one of your Pokemon V, so it's not to a water Pokemon. Mm -hmm. It's not like uh, it's not like um, Frostmoth where it has to be a water Pokemon. So there is potential use for it. But um, one water energy acceleration, hey, you, you'd take that if you can get it. Yeah, especially with three card draw and oh, the yeah. use of escape ropes and switches and stuff that are going to be in the game. Um, I think Melanie's going to fit in ridiculously well and like you said it's it's just water water energy to a v so this could fit in with quite a number of decks um and to give water a different way to accelerate is unbelievable and maybe this is what kind of keeps ice rider in the game a little bit longer or i mean like inteleon and, and darmanitan that's just the one energy that they might need and this counters yeah. crushing hammers and so like again it's it's just one of those it's a super strong card yeah i really like it for inteleon actually now that you've mentioned it because inteleon does struggle with that three energy attachment so maybe melanie's the the thing that pushes it over the edge maybe yep. they're printing maybe they're like oh here's a Here's a league battle deck. We're printing the Inteleon league battle deck for you. Here's some support <laughs> just to make this card a little bit better. Yeah. Yep. And and just uh, to to add on that, the the Blastoise V Max. Uh, my problem with it is like, yeah, it basically has his attack is full blitz for water, um, but three energies is not always the easiest thing to get, especially if you're an active. So this might be the card that kind of gets that engine up and running quicker and mm -hmm. more consistently over over a Frost Moth. 
Right. It, it, you actually bring up another good point too, because Blastoise really, after he does full blitz, um, wants to get or whatever it's actually called, Grand Waterfall, um, wants to get to do the two twenty attack next turn, and so yeah. this could allow you to, you know, attach or recover from a, a, a again from a crushing hammer kind of incident and still attach and play, oh, or you can build up another one that's on the bench if this one gets knocked out. So like you, this, it just gives a lot of options, and the fact that it adds three draw like i would have been happy if it was just attach one water from the mm -hmm. discard pile but the fact that it's plus three draw is just mind-blowing to me to throw <laughs> that in there for sure all right so do you want to get the next one there nick yeah sure so we got shadow rider calyrex or however you pronounce them uh well yeah we'll jump to the the vmax version here uh it has our crazy ability hellgate once during your turn you may attach one psychic energy from your hand to one of your benched pokemon then draw two cards but I'm just going <laughs> to stop right there. <laughs> that's all you need to get into this card. Like, that's broken. <laughs> this is, this is, you know what? This is, they want to make our creamy great. And <laughs> the fact that this doesn't need to be in the active spot to do that, you can get to draw two more cards. This counts you to do rows if you wanted to. Like, it is psychic. I think, I think the thing that's the biggest for it is that it, it, you can use this more than once, like for every Calyrex that you have. Mm -hmm. Is that is that correct? It's so stupid. You can do it four times. Like, attach yeah. four energy and draw eight cards in a turn and then attack. Come on, Pokemon, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you printing this for? They want Psychic I, to be good again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they really do. Because, I mean, it's, its attack is three colorless energy, which is an interesting choice on their part there. Uh, so, but it does G-Max Geist, 10 plus damage. This attack does 30, da 30 more damage for each psychic energy attached to your Pokemon in play. Well, if you just had four of them and Boom, you keep doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, just attach on the first turn and then put four in play and attach another one next turn. So you're doing six times three plus ten just with one with one um, guy. Jesus. <laughs> and you it, get to it, save the energy because it's psychic energy in play, not on this Pokemon. So it's better than Lapras VMAX already. Yep. Right? This is <laughs> like I just don't get it. I don't get why they do this. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, the, the Ice Rider. It's like it's niche. It's got niche uses. It's good. Uh, what about the Shadow Rider? Oh, it's the best card in the game, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's the best card in the game, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they obviously like in the VGC Shadow Rider was really cool to go for. Like, no one got the Ice one the first time. Yeah, no. <laughs> you went and got the Shadow. It was the coolest looking Pokemon you've seen in a while. And then, and then, you, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna do it justice in the TTC. No, you, you. <laughs> might have just made psychic the number one thing to go to right now. Might that's a yeah. I think I think that, I think that's a definite. And and the other thing that I think is really interesting is like you said before, we want to make psychic good again. Psychic was just good. Like we've got YouTube and Mew GX and Dragapult were both really strong. And they're like, oh well, we better fix up this Dragapult problem. We'll print Eternatus. Oh no, Eternatus is too good. Let's print some <laughs> fighting guys. We'll get the Urshifu. Oh no, the Urshifus are too good. We got to get a psychic guy to fix this problem. Oh, oh no, this is too good. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> yeah and the fact that i mean it does have a weakness to darkness so Eternus is like haha i finally can choose something uh, yes, I mean, it will <laughs> yeah so it will be able to one shot it it has resistance to fighting and but i just don't see this being the attacker i see this being a follow-up attacker at most and then whatever you have in the main spot dragapult um yeah. will be very happy because basically the, this this might be the card that kind of kills crushing hammer the impact of crushing hammers in terms of post rotation with psychic they just Ooh, yeah, don't care sure. 
Yeah. Um, so I can so, just attach as many as I want. And yeah. and that's the and that's hundred percent the thing, right? Is that Shadow Rider Calyrex is I've seen I've seen some memes on uh, on on the old Twitter where it's like Zoroark and Malamar had a baby, right? <laughs> and this is the this is the card that was produced. But like you you don't even you don't even you can play you can play literally any psychic attacker that you want with this card. It's you can you can play you can play Mewtwo, you can play Dragapult, you can play anything. Our creamier mentioned before, there's heaps and heaps of options because Shadow Rider is a it's got a it's got a fantastic ability. It's like one of the best abilities that I've ever seen printed on a card, and its attack is respectable. And that's all it has to be. It's right. the same as Zoroark, right? An amazing ability and a respectable attack. Does 120 every turn. That's all you need to do. And Shadow Rider Calyrex is, is the exact same as that, except it costs one more energy. But you know what? You just attach as many as you want, as long yeah. as you've got four out. doesn't matter. So, yeah, going on on that, the, you would think, okay, this card is broken. That's all the psychic love we're going to get. But no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So... What is this? Uh, Cursella. 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 We got the the Crescent Growth Searcher deck for one Psychic Energy and attach it to one of your Pokemon. Then shuffle your deck. If you go second on your first turn, you may attach up to three Psychic Energies uh, to one Pokemon instead. So hold on, Jake. Uh I think you mispronounced Uh this. It's called Volcania. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Psychic Volcania. <laughs> Psychic Volcania. Oh, jeez. Oh, and they printed them in the same set. Why yeah. are they doing this? <laughs> I, I mean, this is an interesting choice. Honestly, like, where's this? I, I didn't expect Psychic to come in so strong in this set. Like, Chilling Rain, I was expecting Ice and, like, Darkness. Yeah, Water kinda. and maybe, yeah, Water. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And, like, and it's the like, rain of Psychic. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's and like let's just uh, like the second attack for Cresselia is effectively the same as Volcanion as well, thirty yep. plus, and then if you have five or more energy in play, it does ninety more, which is respectable. But let's just let's just do the maths for a second on the amount of psychic energy you could potentially have in play going second. All right, <laughs> so we're going second. We've got Cresselia in the active. We attach a psychic. We get three more, so that's four. Right? Yep, right. Then next turn, because we got four Shadow Rider Calyrex Vs in play, <laughs> we can attach one and then attach four more. So that's nine, <laughs> right? That's nine, nine psychic energies. Oh my god! And then you play your four, you play your four turbo patches, and you get four more. <laughs> and then you can just, just you just like turn two. You're dealing upwards of what, three hundred damage? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The math like, is there. It is possible, which is the scariest just, part. It's just so silly, and and the best the best bit about it is, like you mentioned, psychic has come in so hard. We've had no psychic support since Malamar, so literally psychic has been almost unplayable unless you're playing Mewtwo. And then this set, they're like, oh, here you go. Yep. Here's just infinite energy. You can just do whatever <laughs> you want with this. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> you know where I actually find those these two cards being interesting though is expanded because of the fact that oh, yeah. like I. I just, it's a nightmare. I barely understand expanded already. And then like new three is going to be viable and expanded. Like this, this is what they wanted with Rotom, right? Like there was that Rotom that can accelerate like one or two energy. Boom. Here, never mind. Just use this instead. Um, it's just, it's so, it's so broken. Just what, yeah. a, what a card. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then let's follow it up though, but let's follow it up. There's fog crystal. Let's go into that one. Search oh yeah. It. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? Sorry. I'm just going to jump over the top of you. you. You can't, you can't get enough 
enough energy in play because you don't have it in your hand? What about Fog Crystal that can get you a basic Pokemon and an energy and just put it in your hand for free? It's like, oh, was was Mysterious Treasure not good enough for you? Discarding <laughs> discarding a card and getting a Pokemon? Here you go. Here's, here's an item that you play for free mm-hmm. and get yourself an energy or a basic. Insanity. Yeah. Yep. I mean, at least it's a basic Pokemon. Yeah, at least it's not it the Vmax. Could you imagine if it was the... Yeah, it's Cresselia. <laughs> this is, this is, this is Quick Ball without like, discarding a card, or if you already have Cresselia, look, you got your energy. Yeah. Energy surge. It's, like, it, it's, it's a four of in every Psychic deck for right, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Easily. It's so good. It's a great for card. Sure. It, it both both of these I, I like easily that's that's what we were talking about this is the instant reaction that we all had that was coming into this article i think where everyone was like that's good that's really good oh my god oh my god that just breaks this even more and like yeah. you know, like you just kind of screw up and down and you're like everything connects well, i don't think an article they could have com- <laughs> yeah. just gone with the shadow rider and been like here you go and we would have been like that is insane yeah right. broken <laughs> but they were yep. like no nah, no nah. here's some more cards for you all right, now, what, but, what, okay, yes. there is a hope. There is a small hope, though. Yeah. All right? <laughs> there, is, there is one stadium. We thought Chaotic Swell was the standard that would have to be in everything. If you I mean, it's probably going to because of this stadium. But, yeah, <laughs> this stadium here, a path to peak. It's a trainer stadium with each player's Pokemon in play w- with a roll box has no ability. So mm-hmm. um, you could have Empyreon V, and this, and you just shut down your entire opponent. But but you kind of counteract yourself. Wait, hold on. Did I misread that? Yeah, you would no. counteract your own self, right? Yeah, you would. So yeah. you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you couldn't do it like that. Down. Yeah, so you can't pass the. But peak this is, is just... this is uh, so we've always had you know the argument. Hey, uh, Crobat's just better than Dedenne ever since he came out because he doesn't have anything that can stop him. But now yeah. this is definitely that card that stops that consistency. And then also with the Calyrax Shadow Rider. I mean, if you have this and it sticks. He's not doing that acceleration. Is that ridiculous? Cricketunes, yeah. Like he didn't even get a chance to shine yet, and he's already <laughs> yeah. getting this. It's like, hey guys, I'm Cricketune. Oh no! <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I just got printed. Why is this happening to me? I think yeah. this stadium. I think this stadium is the reason that every deck in the in the format that's like taking it seriously is going to play two to three Gaudix well. Like this is an incredibly powerful stadium. If you don't respond to it, you have to respond to it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, with fire and the way things go, you know, a lot of decks already run stadiums. Some were on the fringe of running stadiums. No, you have to run stadiums now or some means to get rid of that stadium Mm. uh, moving forward because Path to Peak can literally shut down your ability to draw. Like, it it could just be one turn and you become a turn behind because you didn't have the stadium that you could get. Um, other than Guzma Hall, there's no way in Sword and Shield up right now to search for a stadium, right? I, I, I could be wrong. I don't on know. That. No, I don't, I don't know. know. Well, there's is, is there's the, um, the stadium the nav. Stadium yeah, nav. Yeah. 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 Do you have you to flip, flip a two. coin for that? You flip two coins, and then for each heads, you get a stadium. Okay. Okay. At least um, that's but, real. But then you do have to hit the heads, and I've yeah. <laughs> I've seen them yeah, flip tails, double tails many times. You gotta you gotta miss that twenty five percent chance of not hitting the <laughs> not hitting the stadium. Yep. I can imagine that would be a really really sad moment. It's like all I need to do is flip yep. one heads, and I'm out. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> Disaster. Coin flip's thwarting me again. <laughs> Just don't play coin flip cards. Like, crushing <laughs> hammers is garbage, and this set yeah, is proven. Get rid right? of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but I think there's one last one. Uh, we do want to bring it up. It's Old Cemetery. It's another stadium card. Whenever a player attaches an energy from their hand to one of their Pokemon, excluding 
psychic Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wouldn't want to. Bro- we wouldn't want to provide <laughs> right. any uh, any resistance to that garbage. <laughs> right. Put two damage counters on that Pokemon. So this is what you write if you're if you're playing psychic Calyrex. So here you go. <laughs> just you just uh, chuck it straight in there, and every time they try to power their guys up, uh, two damage counters for you. Thank you. <laughs> and, and then that one sixty damage that it outputs is probably. Good enough now. Yeah, you, you exactly. Know. Once that Zashin's got three energy on it, easy. Dead. Knock out. <laughs> it's silly. It, it's silly, but it's amazing. Um, I Again, uh, maybe we'll see one more stadium in this one. I, I don't think that's usual. We only normally see two. There was only two in this last set. Uh, but it's kind of one of those things where uh, this is like the, the the rock and the hammer, you know, coming right back at each other uh, mm. in terms of, hey, I'll stop you. Uh, no, I got this. But I mean, again, mm-hmm. we have other stadiums and stuff. But amazing article, just an unbelievable. I, I I got goosebumps thinking about already chilling rain, and we just had battle styles drop, which yeah. is the crazy yeah. part. <laughs> it looks it looks like it's going to be another set for players, which is always good. Yes, like right. collector sets are, are great, but player sets are where it's at. And I, 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 if, for sure. Just just imagine if we if we get one or two more cards from this set that are that are competitively viable. Consider like how valuable this set will be to pick up as a as a starting point for new players because it's literally right. got a whole deck in it. And if you've got a couple of other cards that other players are looking for, this could be this could be equal to Battle Stars. I'd say Battle Stars is probably the best like competitive set that we've had since Base Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. So this could be this could be equal to that. Yeah, yeah, I put it. Yeah, I put it right there with Battle Styles and Darkness Ablaze because Darkness Ablaze again gave it, it, a lot of new players, especially someone mm. like me. I was able to get Eternatus and I could get Eternatus up and running. Yeah, and yeah. I was I was right back in the game and that felt it was good, but I also understand the the qualms of it. So who knows? Um, uh, but speaking of Battle Styles and yeah. the current meta here, I think we got we're, we'll jump into it, Mitch. You know, we want to talk to you a little bit about it. What's your kind of your first impressions and stuff uh, with the the meta the way it is? Yeah, it's it's a it's a really interesting one at the moment, and it's it's what what tends to happen when a new set comes out. Everyone kind of for the first week or two, they they play the new deck, right? So mm-hmm. like Darkness of Blaze when that came out, everyone played Eternus when it first right. came out because look, this is this is busted and then uh center scorch comes out and everyone's like this is really strong i'll play center scorch and so we've kind of seen that for the first couple of weeks um in the limitless tournaments that they've been running um so like i think it was hex to three or no hex for 38 we saw like a brand like battle styles is legal and we saw dragapult urshifu and we saw victini coming in and doing really really well and then over the last week or so things are starting to level back out again um Mm. like the sunday open which was held yesterday or today 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 for you guys yeah Yeah. (laughs) time zones are a pain man Yes, (laughs) Um, i'm looking at the top the top eight right now we've got uh adp lapras picaram and then uh welder mewtwo welder mewtwo followed by Luke Metal, the next three. <laughs> yeah, so we're kind of seeing the uh, the reversion back to those decks that everyone's already solved, and they know how to they know how to operate them. So I think uh, the interesting thing for me is going to be in the next couple of weeks, can decks like Victini, can Rapid Style Urshifu, can Single Strike Urshifu, can these decks actually make a dent into the old stuff? like uh, your Welder Mewtwo's and your Picaroms and your Eternatus's, or are they going to end up like something like Colossal, right? When it came out, everyone was super hyped on Colossal, but then after the first couple of weeks, everyone was kind of like, oh, this isn't actually that great. 
Mm-hmm. And we we fell back into the habits of of playing those older decks that are those tag team decks are still broken though. Like those cards are going to be good until they rotate because yeah. Pokemon just they flat out made a mistake with those. Um, but yeah, but it'll be interesting to see. And I think um from from what I'm looking at and what I've seen, I think Victini is the uh, is the shining light at the moment. It's the it's the deck that I think people have come out and gone. This is the easiest to build. This makes the most sense, so I'm going to go with it. And I've seen three or four different variants. The one that I featured on my channel, I can't remember exactly who played it, but it had the, the nine tails in it, which was really mm-hmm. cool. So you can gust out the crowbats and stuff. Um, I played in a tournament. I can't remember which one it was uh, against uh, one of the Shemanskis, and he was playing Victini with Center Scorch. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Then there's just like a straight variant where you pair it with Reshizar because tag teams are broken and mm-hmm. Heatran and those kind of cards. So it'll be interesting to see where that settles. I think that's probably the best of the bunch at the moment. Right. But I, I think that Rapid Strike Urshifu will come out of it eventually as the best card, but I just don't think that Rapid Strike Urshifu has a partner at the moment that's consistent. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good point. Uh, Jake, so, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the, the, right now with the, the Rapid Strike, I mean, you see him either with uh, like Dragapult or you see the... That's basically all you really see, honestly. But um, the the damage output is just not there. Like, and you can't compete with um, some of these decks that are meta, like Luke Metal. It's just it's it's pretty hard to consistently get that damage through, Mm -hmm. especially if they do their game plan um, and then they start healing with um, either Cheryl or Melalana or something like that, Mm -hmm. and then you're set back a whole turn. Um, I'm I mean I am looking at the the Sunday open and at ninth, it was this, uh, the rap or the single strike, uh, Urshifu, which, you know, I mean, that one, I still think is the weaker of the two, but with that one shot potential, I think he, he still has a place in the meta. Yeah. One of, one of my mates in, uh, in Adelaide, Sam, he's, uh, he's, he's been playing for like a, a couple of years and is one of our better players at the moment. And he is massive on single strike Urshifu. He thinks it. that he's, it's got, uh, <laughs> it's got potential, to be one of those top decks. It's it's always really tough though with with all of these new set cards that are coming out because Pokemon are obviously focusing, are focusing quite heavily on having stage ones as the competitive cards. Like we, we've right. seen it in this set, right? The VMAXs, both of the VMAXs are stage one, Octillery, mm-hmm. Houndoom, uh, all those kind of cards are stage one. Um, so the, the problem that these new decks always have, especially in a format where you can play Picarom or you can play Mewtwo is that, you're always competing against a deck that doesn't have to evolve, right? Yep. So, right. like, Picarom doesn't have to spend slots evolving into Pikachu and Zekrom VMAX, so it can use those four slots to play other cards, like Crushing Hammer, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Which can ruin everyone's day. Um, but when we're looking at things like Single Strike or Shifu, that's where well, you've got four Vs, because you need to get the V out on the first turn, and then you're probably playing two or three of the VMAX, because you want to attack with that as quickly as possible. Then you have to play, like, a 4-4 Houndoom line, because you want to get the acceleration happening, and suddenly you're looking at like most of your most of your decks already full. Once you've included supporters and and Pokemon search, you don't really have a lot of room to work with, and yep. that's what these decks are really struggling with at the moment is the fact that they can't uh, keep up with the speed of some of the older ones. Yes. Like you can't just you, can, you just can't keep up with Pikachu and Mewtwo and Reshizard and these kind of decks because they don't have to do. Or that they can just go. Oh well, I've got a Bolton and I just accelerate energy, or I found a Welder and I just accelerate energy. Whereas for for some of these other decks, they do struggle. 
Yeah, and yeah, and I, that's I think that's partially why Victini VMAX fits in so well because it's mm-hmm. just too energy. Yeah. Um, and to do you're doing two twenty, you're most likely attacking a V uh, if you're setting it up properly. So you're hitting for a good amount of damage. Uh, and if it's metal, it's gone. And it fits so well in with the Reshazard Turbozard decks because you just take out the Blacephalons now. You don't yeah. need Blacephalon to do what you know baby Blacephalon was doing because Victini VMAX yeah, does it with less it. Yeah, it does yeah. it with less energy and, yeah. and it, without discarding. So it just made that combination all very more viable. Um, and again, going back to those tag teams, like you said, they are the, the resources that they're allowed to have access to versus actually having to evolve or finding a way to set up the bench to evolve to do like the hound dooms um mm. or to do the octillaries you know just it goes it it does impact and clunk up the deck yeah but for sure. moving forward i think that's good for the game rather oh, yeah, than for sure. yeah yeah like that's that's the weird thing like we're like we're on that cusp we're about yeah, yeah, to... right in this in this weird spot in the game and and this is something that that I've been really, really big on for a while is everyone's kind of like, oh, Pokemon, why are you printing these cards that just can't take one shots? So I'm like, it's it's okay, guys. Everyone just relax because in August this year, when we rotate that tag team block out, suddenly we're looking at a whole bunch of stage ones that need to be set up. They The cr- like crushing hammer stuff won't be as impactful because a lot of these decks need a bit of extra time anyway. So like you won't just be able to go like full blitz and have six energy on turn two. Like you just yeah. won't be able to do it. So it's it's just a, a matter of waiting until that rotation happens. And I'm I'm personally like I always look out on Limitless for the for the sword and shoot onwards tournament results because mm-hmm. those yep. are the interesting ones for me. Because mm-hmm. like I can I can tell you that Pika Rum and Mutual are good. Like everyone can say that. But yep. what's actually what which one of these VMAX cards that have come out is actually good? Because right. like we were like you were saying before, um Jake, I think you were saying that the Rapid Strike Urshifu, everyone's like, this card is so good, but yeah. its damage output at the moment just isn't there mm-hmm. because it has to deal with all of these other massive threats. So will Rapid Strike end up being something that's useful because it's so easy to set up in comparison to all these other decks that are now slower? Yes. Yeah, it's it's going to be really, really cool to see. Now, I can't wait to to see the meta after rotation. Yeah, with the slower, more methodical um, gameplay, no matter what deck you choose. So, so I, I'm excited for that. I do want to say, though, I did misspeak on the, the Sunday Open. I actually clicked on the wrong thing. Yeah, you were um, on phase so, one? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah. No, I wasn't yeah. on phase one. I was on a different tournament that was right you there. You were on the wrong Sunday clicked. Open? <laughs> yes, no, it wasn't Sunday Open. So the top four actually was won by Picaram, followed right. by two Victinis, and then an Eternatus. So, I mean, you're, you are seeing the Victini in there um, because yeah. of reasons we stated earlier. Um, yeah. So, you yeah. know... Still, those tag teams are just broken. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it is it's kind of backing up what um I mean what we're all talking about the the cards the the new cards that are doing well are the ones that are cheap and easy to set up that can mm-hmm. that can speed up and fight off those tag teams. So Victini two energy you can play Welder easy Eternatus two energy plus you can accelerate with the V that's easy and then the Rapid Strike I think was in seventh um so that's only one energy cost and it's down in eleventh when you start to see. Uh, some of the other VMAX decks coming in. So yep. I think, yeah, it's it's just going to hopefully 
Battle Styles provides us with a couple of extra decks to kind of muck around with, play around with, and and build on towards that kind of Worlds period. Unfortunately, we won't be going to Worlds this year, but that Worlds period where that rotation happens and then yeah. everything starts to open up a little bit more. Because, I mean, if, if we hadn't already, like, Mewtwo and Mew GX is just a... I can't even I can't even put into words how broken that card is. Like, <laughs> like looking at the looking at the Sunday Open here in fifth space in fifth place you've got Grass Mewtwo, right. which I've never I've never seen before. Then in it's, sixth it's place mean. it's mean. It's, I'll tell you that much. It's so it's, annoyingly mean. In sixth place we've got Welder Mewtwo, which was doing well when the card came out. Yeah, and then there's Lightning Mewtwo in 14th, and I reckon Gustavo probably played. Yeah, he played two in his Picaron list, right? Yep. So this card is, and I think it just won. Um, there was a there was a tournament either in Japan or in somewhere somewhere in Asia last night. I remember watching a stream of it in a language that I couldn't understand. Um, and Mewtwo won that as well. And like the last World Championship, Mewtwo won that. Like the card is just so stupidly broken. And I, I was like the when when V's came out, I was like, finally, at least Mewtwo will stop having good attackers. Oh, it doesn't matter because Mewtwo still has all of these amazing attackers. Right. Yep. So I yeah, I'm just I'm just excited for for that swap over. Um and it's a it's a bit of a shame that it's six months away. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But I mean, the, the the game is trending in a better direction yes, than it was yes. um, at at Sword Sword and Shield base um, when you know those tag teams were just running rampant and had ADPZ um, kind of a thing. So oh yeah, when when ADP came out and everyone was like, "This card is bonkers broken," yep. but it doesn't have a partner. Thank God it doesn't have an easily easily powerful <laughs> like powered up partner. And then Pokemon's <laughs> like, "Oh, what about?" Zashin, which is here's a basic that draws three cards, accelerates energy, and uses metal and metal sorcer, and and it can knock out everything in the game. What about that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you guys feel about this card? And we're like, oh my god, no way! You do this. <laughs> no, no, Don't no, do no. it. This ADP was way too good. You didn't have to do this. <laughs> I, I wonder if there was like if there's like when the, the creative team when they're working on something like does someone have the ear like you know I really like psychic and they're like chilling rain. Bam, yeah, here we go. Let's do it. Let's, let's go. do it. Let's go for it. You know, I really <laughs> like Mew 3. Let's make it really good. Let's, let's um, do it even better. I sometimes <laughs> think that what they do is they sit in there and they go, all right, guys, we've finally got a set that is 100% perfectly balanced. And they put it out. And day one, the players break it. And they're just sitting there with their eyes wide going, oh, my God, what have we done? <laughs> we need to, guys, we need to start printing something that's going to beat the best thing. What are we going to do? <laughs> I tell you what, from being a player from another game and stuff, who's gotten to hear from playtesters and stuff, um, it's interesting on that end when playtesting is like the players are like, oh, this is broken, don't use this, and then they get told, mm, we're we're still gonna do that. Yeah, we well, yeah, print uh, it though. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, oh, we're totally gonna print it, and like at What's least the worst at least, that can happen. <laughs> yeah, <let's, laughs> um, you know, it's it's just interesting because it's like you know, again, you're, these are real people coming up with these ideas, and they are like, this is really cool in a vacuum. Most of the time, this is a really cool concept if you're only analyzing the cards that you're currently analyzing. And then and then someone's like, yeah, you know this card from 11 years ago? Yeah, you're going to have yeah. to pay in it. This is, this is, pretty, <laughs> this is pretty good. <laughs> But oh uh, man, no, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm excited for I'm excited for the like the next couple of months in the sense that I think Victini is the one that's going to stick around, and that's really cool in the sense that 
it checks a lot of the other cool V-Dex. So like it's gonna be harder to play Dragapult, it's gonna be harder to play Eternatus, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But in the same in the same vein, Victini's kind of like a decidui deck in a way. Because mm-hmm. if you're prepared for Victini, then you don't play a V deck, you play a tag team deck. And Victini can't really deal with any of the tag teams super mm-hmm. well. Um, it needs to like it only really plays one attacker like in Reshizard that can deal with a Picarom or a Mewtwo, right. for example. And even then they can't deal with it very well. So I see that one as being a deck that kind of comes in and out of the game and and checks stuff. So like the Eternatus gets too good and beats Picarom and Mewtwo consistently, then Victini will come in and kind of deal with that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Also making me play water again. Uh, yes. No, uh, <laughs> so last question, though, I think on the meta as a whole, though, uh, what are you currently playing yourself that you're not like just playing for videos and stuff? Like, you know, what, what is your current, you know, like. What, so I've been playing a lot of Picarom hammers. I'm sorry, everyone. You, you just said hammers. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. So I've been, uh, so Players Cup was obviously on the weekend. And like I said, um, not allowed to talk about it, unfortunately. Right, right. It's yeah, part yeah. of the reason why Players Cup 3 isn't up on my channel. Otherwise, it would have been already. Yeah. Um, but so I've been playing a lot of Picaron because that was the deck that I played in that tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm starting to shift my testing towards what is going to be the the best kind of deck in, in this format. Um, I've done a lot of testing of Single Strike because, like I said, one of my mates, Sam, is really, really big on it. So... We're testing out as optimal a list as we can to see if that's actually worth playing because if we can get it set up, it is probably the most right. powerful thing in the format. So why not test it out and see if it works? Yeah. Um, and I've also been testing out Rapid Strike as well. But the worst part is I feel like Picarom's just going to be just as good, right? You just play Mewtwo's and, yep. and it seems really, really strong. And so right. as much as I hate to say it, when I'm playing competitively, I probably just have to play Picaron with hammers and I, I hate it. It sucks yeah. because there's a guy on the other end who's just cringing every time I flip him. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I don't <laughs> yeah. have to. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't blame you. Uh, I, I went my whole Players' Cup run to qualify for, you know, the, the second phase was Picarom with hammers. Uh, so yeah. it is a great deck. Um, it's It's been the best deck in format before the set. Um, and I know with the Urshifu's, you know, the fighting type weakness, um, it's trying to keep it down a little bit. But like you said, mm. we have the Muse or the Mewtwo's in there. So yep. I don't see a reason why Picarom still can't be a viable deck until the day it rotates. Yeah, Picarom, Picarom has been dead every set that it's coming up. Yes, and it's still the best deck in the format. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, Reshizard's going to beat it. Oh, Zacian's going to beat it. Uh, Eternatus is going to beat it. Center Scorch is going to beat it. Colossal's going to beat it. Urshifu's going to beat it. It probably won't beat it. Picarom is still really, really strong. Yep. 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 All right. Well, okay. So, going into last kind of topic, we wanted to talk to you about again. You're you're a very large content creator. Uh, it, you know, again, with, especially with the peak, uh, Pittsburgh community. Um, who watches you and stuff but i think a lot of some of the questions that we were kind of getting back from our, our audience and everyone was you know how do you put out videos so fast and in terms of like you know main question is how do you collect your cards for ptcgo you know okay, that's because like, so yeah, this this a... is a secret i think a lot of people want to know about <laughs> okay if you're it willing is, to share it is, it is not a secret all right i will say that much it is not a secret how i get my cards um, the way I get my cards is I spend an obnoxious amount of money on codes the second that the set drops. Um, usually, usually what happens, um, I, I have a, a store in Adelaide, which I, I no longer live in Adelaide. So you guys watching my content will probably know that I've moved and I've got a whole mm-hmm. bunch of 
separate life problems that are being caused by that move at the moment. Um, <laughs> but we can we can talk about that later if you've got time. Uh, but I used to have a store in in Adelaide that I would uh, I would sell my um, my like bulk V's and and like because in real life I don't really care about rarity. So like if I've got a full art supporter or a full art like Pokemon, I'll just put that in in the store's binder and sell it. And uh, normally that ends up like going to store credit and I'll nice. use that store credit at that store to buy however many boxes of a set that I want. So nice. um, for for example, uh, what was it? In the last set before Battle Styles, which was Vivid Voltage, yeah. um, I, ended up, I ended up getting like three boxes from store credit because I was like, oh, three wow. is probably enough. I'll, yep. I'll open I'll open three. I'll get the codes from that. And then um, I'll go to somewhere like Potown Store or Card Cabin because I'm lucky enough to not be sponsored by any of those uh, code sites, so I can I can get the best prices for for my stuff. I don't need to um, say one place is better than another. So I'll yeah. go to one of those places and and just pick up. Normally I pick up a hundred or two hundred codes depending on on the set. So like for Vivid Voltage, I got um, maybe a hundred plus my three boxes, and then I opened half and traded half, and that's that's usually enough to get you into what you want. For Battle Styles, um, I opened uh, eight boxes <laughs> nice nice <laughs> which was which was way too many <laughs> and i ended up with something like 600 packs online so again yep. i open half yeah. and then trade the other half um and and if you're lucky enough to be in that position that you can afford to do that mm -hmm. um it is almost for my everyone always goes oh it's better to trade it's better to trade because when you've got a small amount of packs it is like when you've got right. six packs, it is always better to trade those six packs for a card that you know you're going to use rather right. than trying to open them and getting lucky. But when you have 600 packs, <laughs> suddenly the odds of you getting something decent are much better. Right. Uh, so so I open yeah about half of the ones that I get. So in, in 300 packs online, I would have pulled most of the cards that I needed. And then I can go for the the other X amount of packs that I have. I can I can trade them for... For other stuff plus i'm lucky enough that like viewers occasionally will message and just be like dude i've, I've just got a box of of this new set but i don't play online oh. do you want the codes and i'll be like are you sure because that's like a yeah. lot of money that you're just giving away for free yep. right and they'll right. just and they'll just they'll just chuck them in my inbox so that's that's really nice of them please also if you're listening do not feel obliged to do that you do not have to do that <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, it's no. just for, for people who are super keen but that's just the what that's the way i go about it um and eventually you end up in a position like at the moment um, I've got every card that I need yep. for battle styles, and I'm at the point where I'm starting to just trade for all of the kind of the the, the, the nice looking stuff yes. online yep. because you know you gotta you gotta show off how how big of a man you are on, on an online <laughs> children's card game. It's funny, yes, it's funny you say that because I I kind of do the similar thing, and and uh, Nick here just <laughs> I gives just me shake my head so much. I have max rarity on everything on that uh, Dragapult Urshifu already, and I am very similar where. Like beforehand, before the set came out, I maxed my coins. I think I got three booster boxes plus yeah. um, people traded me a bunch of codes and I went to Potown and bought more codes. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I probably was in that same uh, realm of how many online packs to, to open. Um, and yeah, you get the majority of them and then, you know, you can just spend. Yeah. It, it, it's like with like for Karina's focus, an easy card to attain at max rarity is not very expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's it's two it's, packs for Karina's yeah. focus. Well, yeah. I may as well just get four of them. Whatever. It's yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. 
Yeah, like why, <laughs> why open why open twelve packs to try to pull one when you can just you know buy them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's funny because I'm so like polar opposite. Because in real life, I will literally like be sitting at at league. Because in Australia, we're luckily uh, we're lucky enough to have our events back. Um, yeah. Because because yeah. the the dangerous disease is not here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're like I'll go to league and I'll just be playing my regular cards and someone will come out with their max rarity and I'm like. Dude, that's like an $80 card. You know, there's, there's, there's another card that costs 12 cents that has the same text on it. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm the same way. I'm completely the same way in real life because I, I get it. I'm like, cool, this allows me to buy another pack. Like, that's how yeah, I view exactly. it. Like, and, 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 but, you know, no. it, 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 to anyone who does either of them, it's perfectly fine. Like, it's yeah, awesome. It's, that, like, it's your you know, life, like, do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's really neat. Like there's certain cards I do really want. Like I want that Houndoom pre-release event. So Houndoom because so for me it's a cool Houndoom. But like yeah, yeah. otherwise, like uh, you know, again, I, as I play test and use, I'm just content with what I got because again, I need to. I want to be playing it more importantly. Um, yeah. But that's it's neat that again, I, I appreciate you going into that honesty here. We'll get to Jake real yeah. quick here. It's just that the. Um, you know, again, to be open and honest about the the process that you go through to get your codes and get your content and get get those out. So I appreciate that. But Jake, you yeah, were no you about to say. No, I was just saying uh, in real life and in PTCGO, I I, I have to You're do the shiny. I, it just brings me so much joy to be um, <laughs> looking through my deck, seeing, you know, your rainbows or your full art. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, yes, I, I, I do agree. Yeah, I mean, it, to get the cards, a full playset is important. But then, you know, past yeah. that, I mean, it, yeah. it, there is well, an enjoyment Especially if you know what you're looking, going for, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, if you know what you want, like, you you knew you wanted Rapid Strike stuff. And yeah. it, it, yeah, go you for know, it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, like exactly. And like there's yeah. some people who for some reason they'll be like, I'm getting four golds of this. And then they're like, I'll never use it because I didn't realize I didn't like that. Um yeah. you know, and just if, again, it's just how it kind of goes for some people. Yeah. Um, I used to I used to be a, a max rarity in real life person as well, but uh I fell uh I fell victim to the great curse of uh of a TCG player in uh Melbourne internets of twenty 20 i think it was i think it was the last internets before the world went crazy um i was testing my my fully maxed out reshizard list ready for that tournament mm-hmm. and uh one of my friends spilt a bottle of wine on all of the cards and i was uh, like um uh, oh, <laughs> disaster oh, oh my god <laughs> oh, no. yeah. so, and so since then i've been like what, what's the really moral of the story no drinking in pokemon at the same table come on yeah, that's yeah, so much I fun know. No, I know. friends don't fr- friends time. don't let friends drink in pokemon at the same time come on mitch <laughs> i know man that was, that was my mistake i will and the worst the worst part about it was i've got i got a friend james in adelaide who is like we we'd go around to his place and test all the time and he'd go he'd always be like get your drinks off of the table this is a, it's a recipe for disaster and i'd be like yeah. come on man just relax like <laughs> we're all adults here. We can. and then and then i get the instant karma in melbourne <laughs> Look at <laughs> but it's okay it's not a, it's not a problem it has opened my eyes to max rarity in real life and uh 
if those were 12 cent cards instead of $200 cards, then uh, maybe I wouldn't have been so, so angry about so it. <laughs> when, you're, when you're testing, maybe go for the, you know, just the place. But <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, you yeah. Go, when you go to well, Worlds, yeah. I mean, you you kind of need the, the Max Ready. Well, right? I mean, what are the chances of a bottle of wine being on a table of Worlds? What are the chances? <laughs> I don't think Pokemon I don't would know, like man. You, 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 you're, you're a pretty darn good player. You've made Players Cup, <laughs> what, two and three? Did you make one? I can't remember if you... Uh, so so I've, I've played in all of the, the qualifiers like right. all the regional also remember this when when i say that i played players cup one two and three in the regional qualifiers keep in mind that in oceania you needed something like three points to get into players cup one you <laughs> yeah. <needed> like 12 <laughs> points to get into players cup two i think this time it was a little bit more competitive it was almost 20 i think oh my um so stress like that month of oh. stress like oh am i gonna get 100 points or in that realm kind <laughs> I'll, of i'll throw it out no, the second still, the second players got, cup you... i rocked up to and uh uh, I, I was like, oh my god, the, the qualifying period ends tomorrow. I should probably play three tournaments. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, that's that's how it is though. Like it's just interesting in my eyes, like I don't get the how Pokemon views how they should be analyzing it as a whole mm-hmm. and you know, and just you know, equating these kind of things because truthfully, like Players Cup could be worlds right off the bat. you know like there doesn't need to be regions for them i know for servers and there's technical things behind that obviously they have to do that but at the same time like again this is supposed to be online and i just find that kind of an interesting decision by them yeah it's a a hard one because because the game's so popular across the world like i mean um like europeans and americans have kind of a nice time zone gap so they could possibly play at the same time but right. i know like from um last players cup because in the global top 16 everyone obviously has to play at the same time because it's global right. top 16 and so i think australian players play at two in the morning or something oh, like that <laughs> so that is it's a little bit awkward but it's fine i'm happy as like if i was in top 16 i would be more than happy to wake up at two o'clock because okay. i knew that I only had to get three points to get into the tournament in the first place. So it's, it, it evens out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so last kind of question, I think uh, from a content creation kind of standpoint though, is, you know, again, the world is starting up, open up a little bit, a little bit. I'm going to say you, bit, guys are, bit, yep. you guys down there actually are able to uh, start doing more real life in, in life. And I believe you guys actually have a real pokemon tournament coming up um or this year that's still arriving for you oh, which that's yeah, exciting which, I've, I've not heard of that that's <laughs> I, I believe, I believe there was some uh, there's talks about something down there i, I could oh, be wrong be fantastic the point is though uh, how do you see this moving forward impacting ptcgo though as as this yeah. kind of opens up what's your thoughts how are you thinking of handling that um what what are you kind of feeling moving forward well, my, my gut feeling is that Players' Cup will continue to be a thing, even when everyone is playing real-life cards again. Mm-hmm. Um, because the thing, that, the thing that Players' Cup and especially the Limitless online tournaments have done is it's given a lot of people that didn't have the opportunity to play uh, competitively in real life an opportunity to do something with, with Pokemon. Because uh, one, of the, one of the big weaknesses of competitive Pokemon before COVID was you needed to spend a lot of money to get to events. So Mm -hmm. like, especially like I'm looking at it from an Australian point of view, 
I'm in Adelaide. I've got an event to go to in Melbourne. That's going to cost me a couple of hundred bucks in flights plus accommodation. Mm-hmm. Then I've got to then I've got to wait until if I don't do well at that tournament, then I've got to wait until Sydney, which is even more expensive to fly to. And then wow. you've got to go to Brisbane, which is even more expensive. And it starts to it starts to eat up yeah. uh, the amount of the amount of like if if you can't afford to spend five hundred to a thousand dollars to travel to a regionals, then you can't afford to be a good player. Whereas the online events, all you have to do is have enough code cards to get yourself a 60-card competitive deck. And as long as you have internet, you can play competitive Pokemon. And that's what's really, really good at the moment. So mm-hmm. I'm really hopeful that when big tournaments start up again, we still have Players' Cup. We still have uh, things like the Team Challenge if they want to pursue that further. I know that one's been a little bit more uh, difficult than Players' Cup, but that's another issue um, and the limitless online tournaments as long as as long as like there's a place for people to play um, I think that's a really really good thing for the game and mm-hmm. I hope that Pokemon finds a way to to give out championship points for things like players Cup because right. that would be really really cool like if, if you could get CP for a placement in players Cup that would encourage a lot of people to do it but it would also open up the doors for players that don't have that money to still have a chance to be competitive. Because right. if you treat Players' Cup like a regional, that's 200 CP, right? Mm-hmm. If you win that. And that's 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 two-fifths of the way to a, to an invite in America. It's four-fifths of an invite to... Um, uh, it's four-fifths of the way to an invite in Australia. So if you, if you have that opportunity whilst you're sitting at home, I think that's nothing but a good thing. Um, yep. And it, it gives gives more people a chance to play. It gives more people a chance to become good players because it's hard to be a good player when you're only playing against casual players because there's just not the pressure to perform. And it's right. yeah, it, it's nothing but a good thing for me. Oh, and hopefully, it continues. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I mean, we do know Players Cup Four has been announced with a actual cash prize now. Yeah, um, amazing. Which- yeah, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, and so, you know, that's amazing that they're going to continue Players' Cup. Uh, now, this, you know, again, like, I, I think I agree with you 100% on all your points that you actually brought up in just terms of being able to have another way of playing the game, not mm. just casually, but competitively, is important. It keeps people in. It keeps people and allow everyone of all ages and stuff to actually still be a part of the community when there's yeah. a different times when they just can't go. Like, you know, again, we all have real life things that are coming up that it just prevents you from doing that little bit of traveling. And if you miss it because you, you're just not able to go, that's kind of, that's really unfortunate because there's very good players who just never get that time to shine. Yeah. Um, and, and think, think about it this way as well. Like if I, I'm a, I don't know, let's say I'm an 18 year old kid, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm just out of high school. I'm in college I'm in university. I don't have a huge amount of money and I want to play competitive Pokemon cards because I did when I was younger, right? So I I was a senior and I did really well and my parents paid for me to go around and do stuff. But now suddenly everything's on my back financially. I can maybe afford to go to one regionals a year if I'm lucky. Like if I save up everything, I can get to one. I can play at my local league and that kind of stuff. But you're never going to qualify for Worlds on one regionals and locals, right? It's just not going to happen. But if you open it up and like there's four players cups a year and anyone can win those points, then suddenly I, as a, as a player who cannot physically afford to go places, I've got a chance to maintain my, my position in the game, or I've got a chance 
to be better than I was. And right. and that's always a good thing for Pokemon. Like you, Pokemon, I will, I will say this for them, for all of the flaws that Pokemon has as a, as a game and everyone is always happy to complain about something. One thing that Pokemon always does better than every TCG that I've ever been a part of is it promotes diversity and inclusion. And it does it right. really, really well. So if, no matter how garbage the meta might be, it is always good for people to play. And it right. will get you in, yep. right? And we've and we're even we're seeing that in the new set, right? Like mm-hmm. um, Chilling Rain, all the cards that you need to build Shadow Rider Calyrex are in this set. Mm-hmm. Go right. for it, right? It's it's really easy to get people to play the game, and that's and that's what Pokemon does. And so as long as as long as they can persist with that, and playing Players Cup for points maybe would be a fantastic way to get that started. I think that that's a, a, a always a good thing. Yeah, definitely yeah, well, well said. Well said. Very well said. Yeah. Again, just. Yeah, I always ask when we talk to content creators and stuff, the future, looking in the future and stuff and what they have in store and stuff. And, you know, again, this is this is such a interesting topic because it's more reality now, hmm. you know, in terms of opening up and stuff. So, like you said, it's it, uh, the only thing that PTCGO, as bad as the program as it is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as yeah. frustrating <laughs> as it can be. It is still a great tool. It is yep. still an amazing thing that allows this community to grow. I mean, Jake and I, we can, again, other games, I've always, I bring this up all, all the time. There's no official way to play some games online. Mm. Yep. And yeah. that's, you have to play it on tabletop the, yeah. simulator or whatever. Yeah. Right, Ugh. right. <laughs> and, and, and those mods, those guys, they put a ton of effort into it. But if really the game company wanted to come in and shut down, they can they can yeah. just come in and, and it goes away. This that's not going to happen. I mean, they, technically they can turn this off, but n- there's no they're way they're turning this yeah. off. Um, it's, it's, they, the, all, it's the big selling point for them, right? Yep. And all all no. we could really ask for them to is update it. Um, <laughs> please, yeah, please just, just take two seconds instead of printing busted cards. Just take two seconds and put a good ranked ladder in, please. Uh, <laughs> yes, please, please. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, that'd be so nice. I would I would love some sort of seasonal ladder for this it would be it would be ptcgo so much fun um even if it has nothing to do with cp or something like that maybe yeah even if it's just to play yeah just to play just make it more interesting to play rather than you know jake being able to max out the number of credits he has and then he's like (laughs) i'm gonna get all the gold octillaries (laughs) (laughs) easy No, uh, no, this has been an awesome um, yeah. conversation we've had on, you know, the new cars, just the meta in general, you know, the, the future of the game. Um, I think that's probably going to kind of wrap it up. I, I was, do you have any like shout outs or anything like that that you want? Oh, geez. I don't know. Or plug follow away, me on Twitter. Plug, plug shout outs. <laughs> yeah, follow me on Twitter. Go to the Sableyes. I mean, if you're, if you're already watching it, tell a friend. Tell a friend about Pokemon cards. Don't even tell them about me. Just tell them to play Pokemon because that's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. As long as as long as we've got people playing the game, that's what it's about. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't want to sit here and tell you to follow me on Twitter at the Sable Lines. <laughs> I don't want to tell you to do that. But if you want to, feel 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 free. <laughs> To all the listeners, I'll definitely have all the links to, into the show notes uh, for sure. Again, you should follow him on Twitter and yeah. you should watch him on YouTube. Yeah, um, subscribe, and, and like become a said, channel member. Do it. It's only it's yeah. only three bucks, less than a cup of coffee. Yeah, for there sure. There you go. There you go. Uh, uh, hey, you know what? Real quick, uh, before you do go, uh, you you stream too now, right? You're on. Yes. Uh, what, on which YouTube. Part? You're on YouTube for streaming. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. So um, it's kind of been uh, it's been very. Uh, 
choppy at the moment. It's been stop and start because of of the move and my furniture right. situation and all yep. that. My <laughs> furniture, just FYI for everyone that's listening, because this is not something that's easily talk about, like easy to talk about on a Pokemon video where everything's so snappy. But my <laughs> my removalists, right? They said they picked up the furniture on a Wednesday and they were like, we'll deliver it next Tuesday. And then it was next Tuesday. I'm like, oh, we'll give it to you Wednesday. And then they said, oh, we'll give it to you Thursday. We'll give it to you Friday. We'll give it to you next week. And it has, it's been 24 days. <laughs> I oh still don't have my furniture. Oh. <laughs> What's going on? Oh so it's be- because of that, I haven't streamed as much because at the moment I've got my computer. Um, at least you have that. It's, it- it's set up on a, uh, it's set up on a, um, you know, those kind of like, those picnic tables that you can go out and buy, like portable picnic tables. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I've got that. And I've got a little bench that I put one of my pillows on. So I'm sitting on a pillow on a bench oh, <laughs> just, to try and, just to try and do anything. Um, so hopefully, hopefully when uh, my furniture does arrive, and hopefully it's soon, I will get started with streaming again. And nice. uh, I actually have, oh, this, here's, a, here's a plug for you. When I do start streaming, the first stream that I have back um, I'm giving away like a ton of packs. So I've got like hundreds and hundreds of old school packs of brand new ones. I think there's like five or so uh, hundred packs that I've got just sitting on my on my PDCGO account that I'm going to be giving away. So when that stream yeah. comes up, make sure you jump in because there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff uh, coming your way. So, but yeah, if you've we'll got contacts with... If you've got contacts with Ridgeways Australia, the the removalists, <laughs> tell them to give me my furniture, please. <laughs> Start a movement on Twitter. <laughs> What's going on on Twitter in Pittsburgh? Uh, they're talking about some Australian yeah, moving company. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you imagine trending in Pittsburgh? Ridgeways, Ridgeways removalists. <laughs> oh, Let's make it happen, guys. Uh, well, <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for joining uh, no us worries. today. It was such an amazing conversation. Uh, really awesome to have yep. you on here and be able to talk about this. So um, I think that's going to do it for us here. And uh, at Triple P, uh, Jake, any last words? Nope. Uh, thanks for thanks for joining and listening to us. Uh, continue the support of, um, you know, ourselves and, and Mitch. Um, uh, just can't be you know, more, I can't be more thankful for this community um, mm-hmm. in this last year and a half. Um, so yeah, just uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. That's going to be it. We'll be back uh, next week with another episode and we'll also have around the board. And I think we're actually uploading a lot more on YouTube recently. So stay tuned yes. for all those videos too. Yep. Thank you again for listening to the Triple P Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at PitPokePod. You can join our Facebook group and Discord server to play and chat all things Pokemon. Check out our YouTube channel and we stream openings, matches, and events on twitch.tv slash Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast.